Hello everyone, it's Adam from Uberfoot24 with another exciting episode of The Beers, my weekly look inside the football industry. Really honoured today, got a very exciting guest lined up for you at home. I'm sat here with Irakli Kvedeliani. Uh, now, Irakli is a Georgian football manager. Uh, he's, he's been involved in the industry for many, many years. Now, I'm really excited to find out a lot about his career and his insight and uh, his perspective, having uh, been involved in Georgian football and elsewhere around the, the former Soviet states. Now, Irakli, uh, good afternoon, good morning. I'm not sure what time it is in Georgia now, but how are you today? Hello, hello, everyone. Uh, greetings from Georgia. Uh, first of all, I want to uh, thank you for this uh, possibility and invitation on this podcast. And uh, for me, this is a very big honor. Uh, great to have you. Great to have you. Now, Rackley, uh, how did you get started in football? Uh, were you playing when you were younger? I know yeah. you're still quite young. Or did you go straight into coaching and the managerial side? Yes, uh, as uh, in Georgia, most of children's uh, dream of becoming of football players, and I was among them too. Uh, but unfortunately, I was not able to uh, play even uh, at the junior level because of my uh, health condition did not allow me to play professional football. And... Um, because uh, I, I was often injured. Uh, then I decided to become a football functionary or coach uh, in young, uh, young age. And, uh, very difficult uh, for me uh, to change the style of uh, my, my targets and goals in football, but uh, today... Uh, I'm not a football player, but I'm working in football. Yeah, and you've had, had some great experiences. As I saw when I was, I was doing, as I do sometimes, I do a lot of research into these and I've seen you've, you've worked for a number of sort of the historic clubs around Georgia as well. Now, people in the UK listening, obviously, will know uh, Tamori Ketspire, the, you know, had had a great career in the in the English Premier League, you know, mm. but we have to go a little bit further back uh, to the nineties before we think of other Georgians that have played over there. Georgia, on the other hand, quite famous for its rugby. What is the atmosphere like in Georgia? What is the attitude like in Georgia towards football? Is it very popular? Is the Georgian league very popular, or are Georgians more excited about? sort of the Champions League, the Spanish Leagues, the English Leagues and the like? So, uh, first of all, I will uh, inform you that people in Georgia are very, very lowered in football. And uh, football is number one sports in our country. Uh, in every, every generation, uh, we ha- always have very talented players. Uh, and <clears throat> these these players uh, uh, at the youth level uh, more or uh, less able to uh, play evenly against uh, strong opponents. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 
when they uh, go to the uh, adult senior uh, senior level, uh, there is always a big uh, uh, difference uh, we have because we have problems with uh, physically and uh, tactically components. Mm-hmm. Uh, and main reason I think this is infrastructure and uh, human resource uh, because we don't have uh, developed infrastructure uh, as in Europe and uh, we we losing in tactical components because our coach is uh, just just starting uh, uh, get their uh, coaching experience coaching, uh, educations like pro pro ufo pro co- mm-hmm. courses and similar uh, pro, in and uh, the ma- main problem of georgian football at uh, adult and senior uh, level i think this is um, physically uh, conditions fitness conditions and in youth youth teams and second teams of uh, georgian clubs uh, we don't uh, we don't have practically fitness coaches, uh, and uh, players can't develop their uh, themselves. Uh, and uh, when when uh, Georgian players uh, uh, getting uh, opportunity uh, invitation contracts from uh, European clubs, where, when they are starting uh, just training with uh, with new team. They are uh, getting uh, very often injured because uh, mm. they are they are not ready uh, for uh, for uh, hard uh, trainings, drills, skills uh, because they are not not uh, prepared uh, himself before. Uh, and you see, Georgian players are very uh, fast, technicals, but in physical conditions. Uh, they are lower levels. Can can I ask then? You, you mentioned there that the uh, Georgian players maybe physically aren't quite ready when they move to new clubs. What is the attitude of the Georgian players themselves towards physical development? Is it something that they're willing to take personal responsibility on? We saw recently in the Euro Championships. Cristiano Ronaldo say no to Coca-Cola and he, you know, we had the big scandal where he removed Coca-Cola from the table and then uh, one of the Italian players did it as well. Uh, Do Georgian players have the same sort of self-responsibility when it comes to their physical development? So this this is very difficult in Georgia because... uh, uh, Georgian clubs uh, uh, can give them maximum 90 minutes of trainings mm-hmm. uh, per day. And uh, after these boys are free, no one controlling uh, their uh, regime, how, how they how they uh, living uh, and how, how they uh, working on himself, on development. And uh, we don't have uh, fitness coach who will, uh, after... Uh, ex- give give them extra trainings to follow their uh, their, their uh, development uh, pro- pro- progress uh, and um, this is my problem I think and uh, in Georgia players very uh, very uh, very small amount players are 
uh, caring about uh, their physical uh, conditions. Uh, it's a, it is a shame. It is a shame. Mm. Um, and just in general now, for people, um, let's say you've, you've been at a, a few of the clubs in, in the country. How do the clubs organise themselves structurally? You've mentioned there that they can only offer 90 minutes of training. Are the players part-time? Are they full-time? And what sort of staff are at the clubs to support the players? So, uh, about organization of Georgian clubs, uh, first of all, I, I tell you that uh, in, in Georgia, we have five, five uh, official football leagues. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think this is too much for for my country uh, and uh, for for this population. We are 3.5 millions uh, and uh, five leagues and uh, um, the 90, 90 clubs uh, for 40, uh, 80, 87, 89 clubs. This is too much for Georgia. Uh, uh, in Georgia, uh, we have uh, like a uh, government program, mm-hmm. government pro- program um, uh, called like Georgian Football Development Fund. And uh, all clubs receive a certain amount of uh, finance uh, guaranteed every year. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, almost uh, no one think about the development uh, of football infrastructure for club uh, facility and uh, uh, this uh, government money uh, spending only in salaries of players and personals. Uh, clubs don't uh, building uh, new training fields, new stadiums, or uh, they don't care about infrastructure and development of um, club. Uh, money which gives uh, from government, nineteen uh, percent clubs spending in salaries. Only two, three clubs uh, wow. try to work like wow. uh, according of uh, um, to the uh, European model. But uh, for example, Dynamo Tbilisi, Dynamo Batumi, uh, uh, Lokomotiv Tbilisi also. But how how they do it? Uh, uh, maybe. Uh, as we uh, maybe the international club competitions uh, show the results of and level of Georgian uh, club uh, football uh, football clubs level, maybe. Yeah, I think it's quite right. I mean, it's a shame. I remember when I was little, Dinamo Tbilisi was. I mean, they weren't one of great clubs in Europe, but you always remember them doing quite well in European competitions. It was a name that uh, I remember from my childhood growing up in the 80s, sort of before the end of the Soviet Union. Now, now you've said that you've been been at a couple of clubs. Yeah. What are your favourite memories, though, of your uh, of your time in management and being club director or sporting director? You know, what have been your highlights of of your, your time in Georgian football? When I worked in Dynamo Tbilisi, uh, we we played very well uh, at UEFA Champions League and UEFA Europa Europa League qualification games. And this this is uh, 
very very good memory for me uh, because we we had the opportunity to play against uh, Tottenham Hotspur. We was in uh, wow. <laughs> we, we was uh, without chance, <laughs> but this is a very good experience for the future. Uh, we 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 play in uh, UEFA Europa League uh, playoff one one step uh, mm -hmm. before entry in uh, group stage, but uh, this was very very difficult play against Tottenham. Uh, but in Dynamo Tbilisi, we uh, we do very good business. Uh, 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 we won uh, practically all uh, all competitions in Georgia Championship Cup, Super Cup. Played the Serbian uh, very well at um, European competitions. After in my career, I make step uh, uh, in other uh, Georgian team. Uh, this is FC with Georgia. Mm -hmm. uh, when I signed contract with them, uh, like sporting director, uh, this club was in uh, second tier of uh, Georgian football league, uh, and uh, we we start. Um, we start uh, changing uh, all philosophy uh, of playing. Uh, and we we uh, we make a, a full update and upgrade of all players and teams. Uh, and um, I think uh, we we get this uh, target and goal. Uh, club uh, club uh, after four years uh, can uh, come back in Georgian top league. Uh, and also all young players uh, um, get uh, very often uh, invitation from Georgian youth uh, national teams also. Wow. Uh, I think uh, I think this is a very good job uh, for and we, we do we do this all together um, staff members, coach, players uh, maybe this is... Uh, uh, highlight of my career uh, in club in good uh, background, but yeah. I have but I have very uh, um, difficult and bad experience in ASEAN uh, ASEAN football like uh, uh, in Kyrgyzstan. But maybe we will talk about this in next question. <laughs> a very a very. Uh, Definitely, definitely. I'm very curious to hear about it. I mean, first of all, why did you choose to go to Kyrgyzstan uh, League? I mean, mm. for, for, for me personally, Kyrgyzstan is, I don't know, it's, it has very almost romantic ideas. In yes, uh, too much people asking uh, this question why <laughs> I have uh, made this decision, but uh, um, I'm uh, like builder uh, and reformer in uh, character. Uh, and when I received an offer from Kyrgyzstan, I thought it was a good chance for me to show my personal skills how I work, how I can change uh, all their uh, Soviet Union system to European uh, model and uh, how to build um, a successful club. Uh, uh, for, uh, and for me, this, is, this was a very big, uh, big call in my career. Mm -hmm. uh, 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 they, uh, this, in this time, also club uh, was uh, uh, 
club was play at international club competition. This is uh, AFC Cup, like uh, UEFA Europa League. Yeah. Uh, club was club was uh, in, uh, in uh, group stage of this tournament. And this was for me extra motivation to show my skills and my my football education and the another level. Unfortunately, this club uh, no in this club no one thought about uh, development of and progress of uh, team. Uh, there was uh, uh, no football tasks. I, I I tell you directly, no football yeah. tasks, uh, guides, plans. And when I understand that they want use uh, my name in these plans, uh, I decide to leave the club mm-hmm. uh, because I I never never will be part of uh, black games and uh, unrespected. Uh, movements in football uh, after I left this club uh, everyone saw that uh, management uh, don't think really about football and uh, these people uh, changed in this club uh, because everyone saw no one think about successful of club uh, and football results they they was uh, try to earn money but not uh, with uh, successful football results that's uh, a shame it's a shame it's still a problem I think yeah. that, uh, not not just in uh, specific countries it's a it's still a plague in many countries around the world um, I have to ask you Rekha, you said there about your football education who who has inspired you in football? Who were your sort of big inspirations? Who who excites you in in football? So before I before I uh, dream uh, of my football player career, mm-hmm. uh, for me main inspiration was, was uh, German football and oh, okay. uh, uh, and the uh, special uh, Oliver Kahn. Uh, goalkeeper of uh-uh. Bayern Munich and uh, Stefan Effenberg uh, because uh, they was leaders uh, and uh, warriors uh, mm-hmm. at uh, the field and these people have a character to win uh, games which uh, which uh, was uh, like losing and they, they have character to make Good comebacks always, and after uh, uh, changing the plans in my uh, football life, uh, for for me, uh, uh, inspiration was uh, uh, also people who work in uh, German football, uh, Rudi Fuller uh, and uh, Otmar Hitzfeld, mm-hmm. uh, and. Uh, because of these people, I decided to become uh, like sporting director in the future. Uh, in in Germany, football, the institution of uh, sporting director is at uh, high level. Uh, the role of sporting director is not understanding in my uh, country and uh, uh, in many countries also. Mm-hmm. Uh, Club, pres- club presidents and uh, owners 
don't think that they need a sporting director uh, and the number of owners, especially in Eastern, Eastern Europe and Asia also. Uh, they think that they can even choose tactic games, philosophy of team, who should, who should play, who should uh, sit. <laughs> they are uh, presidents, uh, they are presidents, they are sporting directors, they are scouts, uh, because they think if, if I bring my money in club, I, I must be... Uh, in uh, all structures and I mm -hmm. must make uh, all, all decisions in the club. But I think uh, achieving high goals, development of clubs, impossible without uh, good sporting directors because uh, uh, this, this uh, person have very big role in development of club. Players, uh, are, and the coaches and some staff members, they are changing uh, very often. But sporting director must uh, uh, fill this plan, minimum uh, of five years, 10 years development plans. And if uh, this man is not, uh, um, not good and not uh, qualified in the club, I think club never can uh, get uh, good results in the football. Agree completely. I agree with you completely there. It's I, I see it so many times where presidents try to take control of everything, but yeah, like, without the education behind it, and it's so important in football and especially in the 21st century that uh, the people making the decisions have the right footballing intelligence to, to make it. Now, I mean, you you be it's been great to great to listen to you there you see you've said some really inspirational things now as you said you've just come back from uh kyrgyzstan has has the does has the experience made you want to stay in georgia or are you excited to go and try uh, working with other football clubs overseas what are you hoping to do so with the next stage of your career Yep, uh, uh, I really uh, feel like I was born for top football, uh, and uh, I have a special, I have really a special talent to uh, find uh, very good young players uh, and uh, like future stars. Mm -hmm. uh, for example, when I worked in Dinamo Tbilisi many years ago, uh, I want to sign Jamie Wardy when <laughs> he played when he played in Fleetwood Town. Yeah. But uh, no one trusted me. Wow. wow, wow. Uh, today, today, Jamie Wardy is one of the big name and big uh, person in uh, world football, not only English in world football. Uh, and uh, I always like uh, independent scouts, uh, make reports for myself, do scouting uh, at all use uh, competitions. Uh, and uh, in my list, uh, uh, for example, in my scouting list many years ago, 
write names like Jadon Sancho, Bukayo Saka, Erling Holland, mm-hmm. uh, and um, all their top names. For example, Pedri, who is came in in uh, today's uh, Spanish national team, young young player. And I, I believe that uh, one day I will be able uh, to work for a top club and I must be ready like ready like the sporting director or scout and I'm preparing for some myself for with with good uh, reports and with good uh, young players <laughs> to save in my case. Good man, good man. <laughs> sorry there, sorry there, Raki. I just a little cough. Um, are they good? I hope to- it's good- not COVID. I hope not as well. <laughs> fingers crossed. Uh, oh, you've got me laughing now. Uh, uh, I just ask you, you said about young talents. Are, in your opinion, are there good young talents coming through in Georgia at the moment? Is there? Mm. Is are there very good prospects, uh, sort of at the youth level? So. Uh, I'm uh, I'm looking uh, everywhere, young players. First of all, uh, I, I'm watching not only local youth championships like Georgia. Yeah, I'm I'm watching African song competitions in Brazilian young uh, competitions, and uh, um, this is uh, for me very big. Uh, big uh, call in football to mm-hmm. find a, a, and follow a future star and for me very difficult Georgian clubs don't working like this they they practically don't have scouting uh, departments and foreigner players who is coming to play in Georgia uh, after ending their uh, contracts with Georgian clubs uh, many of players finishing their careers in young age. This is um, example of its uh, structure of the and uh, of clubs and about uh, proof of that clubs don't have scouting uh, departments and philosophy. And, uh, okay. Uh, I, it's think, I mean, Fingers crossed the the Georgian clubs do. I mean, federation makes some decisions to change the structure there. Uh, yep, they we, are trying to we can only hope facilities. Yeah, we can only hope. But it's great. I mean, it's one of the great things these days is we can get access to so many leagues, and the football is so well well broadcast, especially at those youth levels, to help people find those targets. And I, I wish you the best of luck for it. I thank you. Thank yeah, thank. Uh, I've, I've really enjoyed listening to you today. It's been, <laughs> it's been good fun. It's been good fun. Thank you again for invitation. Yeah. This was a very good uh, opportunity for me, a possibility, and uh, I'm very grateful. Oh, much appreciated. Much appreciated. Your kind words. Um, for people listening at home. Um, if, if they would like to get in touch with you and like to contact you, is there anywhere on social media that they can do it? Uh, maybe LinkedIn or Twitter or something like that? Yes. Yep. Would you like to share your, your Twitter 
account so they can contact you? Yes, uh, it's uh, very, very difficult for foreigner people. Hledeliani 98, this is my Twitter. <laughs> Good man. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, we'll put a type, uh, we'll type it out for them so they can find it as well. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> so it's a, a bit easier to find. Well, yeah, thank you so much for today, Iraqi. I've really enjoyed it. Uh, that's it uh, for people at home. I say I hope you're all well as well. But till next time, I'm Adam at Ukrafot24. It's been another great episode mm. of The Biz. Uh, take care and bye-bye for now. Thank you.